guys, welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. I am always so excited for interview episodes, but I am super pumped today about today's guest, who is Sammy Jo Hansen with Sammy Jo Photography, and she has been a lifestyle photographer for over 10 years. She loves animals, plants, people, and hugs, and literally that's the best intro for you ever, Sammy, because you are like, when I describe you to other people, I'm like, she is just like sunshine personified. Like, you are just this ball of like happy energy and light. Like, I feel like I just love you so much and I've met you literally in person once and in that short amount of time that I spent with you, I don't think I've ever felt more seen and like blindly loved by a stranger in my whole life. You are just like the most sunshiny soul. So I'm so excited to talk to you today. That is is so sweet, Eden. It's funny because you're right. We've only met once, but I feel, don't you feel like we've been connected to each other? Yes. Like, like, like I feel like I've known you forever for some reason. Yeah, it really feels like that. And we've been, we've kind of just always are DMing a little bit here and there. And so I've really been looking forward to talking to you and just chatting with you today. So thanks. I'm so excited. Thank you for being on here. Um, I'm so glad you're doing this. And it's fun because I just listening to your podcast, it, you're so vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there. So I wasn't nervous coming on because I knew it was going to be safe. Oh, and that makes, I'm like literally going to cry. That's it's so hard being vulnerable and just knowing that that's out there, you know? And so thank you for just creating a safe space and doing that. Cause it was, I wasn't even nervous. Oh, that concert. makes me so happy. I'm you so know, excited. To- oh, I'm excited for you. It's so fun. Oh, I'm so excited. So before we dive into all the things. Tell us a little bit about you. Like, how did you get started in the industry? You've been in it for over 10 years. You photograph love. I'll just say love in general, because I think you photograph so many different versions and yeah, I do. points of life. And I'd love to hear kind of like about how you got started and what like really started your journey in the industry. So it's fun. So like a lot of photographers, I feel like we're, we're just drawn to it from the time we're little. Don't you think mm-hmm. you were two, you're just, and I just have always been in love with people and just observing like the little tiny things they do and how light hits their eyes and their hair. And I've just always thought humans are just so cute, like so freaking cute. And I've just always loved like capturing that. And my dad was a photographer growing up. And he just on the side and I just loved following him around and just tagging along with him. And I like always just was so excited for the film to be developed. And so he kind of like pushed me to do it, but I just never thought anyone would pay me to do it. You know, I just thought it was a hobby. And then I just kept going. And then my dad, he just kind of pushed me like, you just have to try. You just have to try. And so and that was about 11 years ago. And then I've been doing it full time for 10. Okay. So. Amazing. A whole decade, which is like wild. Cause I always think you're like 20 years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not. You're, that's so sweet. I'm 33. Oh my gosh. I feel like young though. I feel like I haven't been doing it that long. And I'm so grateful that I'm still, still able to do it. Oh, I love it. So do you have something that you like specialize in specifically? Yeah, it's kind of funny. So 
I do a little bit of everything. I used to do weddings for like the first five years and then I've kind of just changed. Um, as my life has changed, I've just changed what I specialize in. So now I do like seniors. I do a lot of portraits of women, like in different like stages of life. That's kind of been something I've been doing and it just kind of in my lap a little bit. And then but I mainly do, I mainly do family sessions. So oh, it's fun. I love that. And you have, uh, I'm like so excited to dive into things with you because even though I feel like we've known each other forever, I also just don't know you at all. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm so excited to hear, like, I want to know what's kind of been the driving force behind your business. Because like I said, you're, I literally could rave about you for an hour. Cause I just think you, I feel like you just meet a few people in your lifetime where like you see their soul, which sounds so cheesy, but like you see their soul so easily. And I feel like you're one of those people. Like I just met you and I was like, this is the most pure human oh, I've ever seen. And so the, the way that you, I don't know, the way that you show up for like your clients and like people that you meet is so genuine and raw. And then that also, I feel like that shows up in your photography, like your photography feels like you as a person, which I love. So I'd love to kind of know what's been like the driving force behind that. Like, how did you just tell me, tell me all about you, Sammy. (laughs) Tell me all the things. I love it. Um, it's thank you so much for saying that. And you know, I have, it's always been really natural for me to just be open and kind of like raw and just like vulnerable it's kind of it's just I I was just born with it but you know what it's in a lot of areas of my life it's been really hard to be like that because I kind of feel like it's really hard to function in a in this world with being like this Mm -hmm. you know it causes me a lot of pain but so but oh my gosh it's so worth the connection that I get to have and when I'm working and I, and you've mentioned this a little bit too, I don't know which episode it was in, but just how you kind of feel like that's where you can be yourself. And it mm-hmm. kind of, it's where I feel at home. And I feel like I can use that strength of like being vulnerable and being open and just showing, just showing up for people and creating a safe place. It's like every single shoe that works for it, you know, like that strength. And so yeah, I just, so kind of just what like keeps me going is that connection that I feel at each session. And I just, the people, and I think one thing that I'm really like proud of is I feel like I have a, I don't have just like a specific look or a specific brand of people, or Mm -hmm. I feel like I just, I'm safe for a lot of different people and different types of people and different types of situations. And, and I just love that. And it's really nice to, don't you think it's just so nice to feel like you're where you're supposed to be? And oh. I think you're where it sounds like that's, I think you can relate on that just from yes. what, like, what you've said. And, and it just keeps me going. Like, I think, oh man, 10 years ago, I would have thought, oh, there's no way I'll still be doing this. I have like such a short attention span, but here I am. And I just feel like giddy each time I go to work, you know? Oh, that's like the most beautiful thing and something I just like one I love hearing from other people is that they like feel so passionate and comfortable and safe and just like amazing in what they do it's like something I wish we could gift 
to everyone. I feel like everyone deserves to feel that way about their career. Um, I, I so, and you know, it's, I, I, I'm sorry if this isn't right along with this question. But no, keep too, going. I, I love it. It's, I struggled so much with in school, you know, and so trying to go to college, I, <laughs> I like went on academic probation like four times and I just, <laughs> funny now but like it sucks to just be like okay why is this working for other people but this just doesn't I can't figure this out and I I wanted to be successful even though obviously like that's just how I wanted a career I wanted to be Mm -hmm. feel like I belonged somewhere um and so just to find something like photography where and you've mentioned this too, like there's so many different ways to do it. And you can, one thing you said, and I think it was the anxiety um, episode, you said like, you're not required to lean into your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful for that. And I just feel like, I wish there was more careers that you could be anything and it could work. Cause I feel like photography is like that, you know? I love that. Wait, so I wasn't even going to ask this question. So a new question I'm going to throw at you is I didn't know that you went to school. So talk to me about what that journey was like, like going, you know, doing academic probation a couple of times and like, and now you're in this creative (laughs) career. Like what was it that motivated you to like make such a leap? What was that journey kind of like? You know what? It's sad because like the first word I think of is shame when I Mm. look back on that time is I just want, I was trying to do what I thought I should. And so I, I really, I went to like four different schools. I just kind of bounced around. I was just kind of a hot mess, like, which I love because it brought me here. And, and I, I talk about this a lot. So like every shitty I love <laughs> decision it. I've made, like, cause I'm, you know, I'm kind of a hot mess, you know, but like every like wrong turn I took every I like kind of moved around a lot and every like bad boyfriend and every, I feel like every experience, like it's, I've kind of been able to bring it with me to photography and I can kind of like, and cause every experience kind of brings like more empathy. Don't you think? Oh, I love that. And yeah, I for feel sure. like a lot of bigger life experiences, like as I've had my business, but I'm grateful for the ones before I had too, cause it just really helped me like dive into like, the connection part and that Ooh, like love that like when I was like really not great technically like that's uh, like something I struggle with I had the connection part just because I was kind of I've always kind of been a mess and I don't say that to like put myself down because I think it worked for me like you see no, my I think it's I think it's not even I mean yeah. we I like totally you're probably harsher obviously on yourself than I am but I almost think of you like I would never think messy I think you're so genuine like, I think that's one of my favorite things about like your work is it's so genuine. Oh yeah. That's yeah. I think so too. I really think that's like, I think it, I feel so much when I'm working and when I'm like taking photos of someone and like, I feel like I see them even if they don't see themselves. Like, and so I feel like when they get the photos or when I, present the photos like I feel it too and so like I really am proud of that I really am so I love that and I love that you're proud of yourself I feel like that should be such a normalized thing that we like are proud of ourselves 
this is like six years of therapy. <laughs> like, I love I it. That, but I really believe that. I really am proud. So oh, you it's a to get here, but like, yeah, but just you being vulnerable and, you know, being proud of yourself too. Like it, it's so contagious. So I'm glad that like, we can talk about that here together, oh, you know? Love, oh, Sammy. I just, I love you. Um, Okay. I freaking, oh, I love all of that. I'm so excited. I feel like I could literally talk to you for hours. So who, who knows how long this will be, but, um, so would you, would you describe yourself as an empath? Cause that's how I think of you. Like I think of you as an empath. Like 1000%. Like it's, I, at some point will probably cry during this just because yeah. And it, it's like a blessing and a curse kind of like what we talked about earlier you know, just having, and I think you are too. Right? Yeah. I, I am like, like, don't totally classify myself as one. Cause I don't think I like you, I think are such a true empath. And like, I've, I have like a couple friends where I'm like, Oh, they, they take it on yeah. so much. I kind of have boundaries in which I, I definitely take it on enough that I think I'm close, but not like full true empath. Um, but I think yeah, that's, I can see that. yeah, I think that's so I don't know. I think being an empath is like honestly a superpower. I think it's, I feel like you connect with humans in a way that is just like unlike anything I, you know, that we frequently see, which I think is so beautiful. Thank you. I, it's taken me a long time to really love it, you know, oh, and I, sure. I think it really is like such a gift, you know? Yeah. No, so, I love it. Not in me, because it really is. It's it's so fun to be able to take it, like to bring it to my business, you know. Yeah. So that was my next question because I feel like even just like people in general, obviously, it's like the whole foundation of this podcast is that our personal lives and our businesses are so intertwined. But add on being this empath, being this incredibly empathetic person, how has your personal life and your business intertwined? How have they kind of been influenced by each other? Do you have like a specific experience that you feel has shaped not only you, but your business as well? Yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's the best part of being for me, being in this business is being like the personal part. I've never been a formal person. Like I'm just I just, I don't know. And that was hard to find a career where I could really like be really personal because mm-hmm. obviously like I want to be professional. I don't want to make people uncomfortable. And I feel like I can be like the right amount of personal and really just, it works. Um, but I think like me having anxiety, me having depression, me having babies, like th- it really, it, I'm able to like put that into my work and really relate to people and be a safe place. Like we talked about earlier and I think one of like the biggest, um, and I, you know, this, you know, that my brother Mm -hmm. passed away, but Mm -hmm. um, I think that's like definitely like the biggest life experience that like shaped my business into what it is now. And so he died almost six years ago. And so I definitely, Mm -hmm. like, if I'm going to cry, it's going to be during this. No. And this is, you're going to be safe. Like, I know it's totally okay, but like to the listeners, sorry if you hear me like no tears are so welcome that. here. I cry <laughs> so <it>. much. <laughs> I love you know what? I'm great. Like I'm really grateful that I can cry easily because it's so nice. But no, so Tony, um, he died almost six years ago. And it's so interesting because 
like, right. So it was so awful, obviously, like, you know, Mm -hmm. those like really awful phone calls, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I got that phone call from my dad and it was like 6am and Tony dried, like really, it was really unexpected, really just traumatic. It was awful. And it's so weird. Cause the first thing I did was I like walked up, well, I like fell to my knees, like couldn't move. And then once I like could stand up, I like walked up my stairs to my computer. And all I did was like, for the next hour, I just looked at pictures of him, mm-hmm. like just photographs. Like I just looked and looked and it's like the only thing that I could do that because I felt like, you know, when you just hear those bad news or you're like in that trauma and you're like, how do I can't breathe, (laughs) you know, like, and I just, I don't know. I always think about that, how, and that really like, obviously so much more to that story of my my journey with like grief and how, and you, oh, what did you say? Oh, you talked about like that survival and like there's beauty Mm -hmm. in survival and there's so much to that, that I was able to put into my business. But like, it just really helped me be even more connected and even more raw with my clients and really like give them an experience that was them. Like, I feel like I was able to see my my clients more after that, because these pictures I was looking at of Tony, like they were snapshots. Like they were like, a lot of them were on my disposable camera. A lot of them were like on my iPhone. And I realized like, I want to take pictures that look like this, but obviously like prettier with my big camera. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I want people to feel their best, but like, that's like what matters was like, I the pictures I took of Tony and they were just like us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I I just felt like I was able, I'm so grateful. I was able to like use that pain and my voice is so freaking shaky. I'm so sorry. No, I'm like, I don't even hear it at all. You're doing no. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing this. My hand's shaking here. So you can't see them, but yeah, I'm just so grateful that I was able to like have photography to like really have somewhere to put that pain and believe me like not pretty outside of work like you talked about I'm sorry I keep referencing your no I'm so flattered I I really like oh I just love them but how you had like work eaten and like even not at work and that that's how I felt but I'm I'm grateful I even had that that place like I really feel like it like saved me you know Mm -hmm. and I'm, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm just really grateful. I think that's, uh, like, I just think that speaks so much to who you are to one, thank you for sharing such a vulnerable thing, but for you to be talking about something that I just, I can't even fathom the level of grief that, that would, I don't know that that would prompt and for you to even use the term grateful within the same sentence, I think speaks so much to who you are as a human. Um, and I can't even imagine how that, that experience would shape the way that you interact with people and loved ones. Like I, um, I feel like that is just like a new, I hate not to like use this as a pun, but like a different lens to like see people through, um, like that level of loss. 
I love that. Yeah, you're so, and honestly, I wish, obviously, I didn't have to like have that experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I would rather have my old lens on, but like, for sure, this is it. And, and another thing too is like, it wasn't perfect. It hasn't, it's not perfect with my family. It wasn't Tony, like we, had these experiences that we fought, like we loved each other hard. We fought hard. Our family has some messy shit, like, but that's so awesome. Like I can, cause I can take that and people can like act whatever they want. And I'm like, chill with it. Like Mm -hmm. if their kid throws a rock at my camera, (laughs) which has happened a lot, they're just being kids, you know, or if they're going through something really messy or if they have like, a kid that's like going through like an addiction or like, I can still see him, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I'm just, I just, there's been some hard stuff and some traumatic stuff, but like, man, I love that part of it. Like that, just being able to be compassionate, just, it's so much easier for me. I love that. Do you feel like there was like, obviously grief is, such a journey in at least like in my experience I feel like it's a never-ending journey like it 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 gets easier and like the waves get further spaced oh yeah yeah for sure But but it's like such a journey but when you were really in like the depths of it um how do you feel like you transitioned from because I feel like it would be so easy to I don't know I feel like obviously totally different experience, but, um, I know for me, like photographing weddings after my divorce has been kind of hard. Cause I'm like, ah, yeah. this is kind of hard to watch. Like, and I feel like it would be really easy after a loss to have like a hard time photographing similar things. How do you feel like you, like, what was the transition like, like from the depths of like this grief to kind of channeling it into more of how you're describing like this connection with your clients and seeing them more vulnerably? Like, do you feel like that was kind of a process or did you get there pretty quickly? (laughs) You know what? Honestly, it was a freaking shit show at the beginning. (laughs) Like, I'll be honest, like it was not smooth. I mean, thanks for sharing that because it helps me feel like I can share this, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, oh my, I remember my first shoot back after Tony was killed and it was at, um, it was an American Fort Canyon and it was like icy and snowy and Tony like loved snow. And I remember it was engagements and I felt so guilty because I, I didn't feel like pain, like just severe emotional pain for an hour, you know? Mm. I remember like, I was just so, I was in my element. I was at work again. And just a side note, my son River was six days old when Tony was, when Tony died. So I was like, oh my goodness. Was part of me. And anyway, so yeah, that sucked. Honestly, I want to say like something more beautiful, but I also want people to know, like listening that like, as you know, to eat and like parts of it aren't beautiful, but like, that's so awesome too. Cause I can bring that to my business. Like it all kind of circles back, you know, cause I've had people cry 
during a shoot or feel like a ton of anxiety or, you know, and so, yeah, that was hard. And I think it just, it got easier, of course, but it wasn't pretty. And so it, and it took a while. And I remember like at a couple other shoots, like when people would say, oh, my little brother, like that would make me ball for an hour after. And mm-hmm. then it started to be healing and it started the connection helped. Like, I mean, we never like truly heal, thank goodness, because it's, I like to carry a little bit of pain around all the time, as weird as that sounds, but yeah, it wasn't pretty. I'm just going to say that. So the listeners can yeah. be like, oh, okay. Cause my grief feels like crazy right now and yeah. I don't know what to do with it. And sometimes like, that's okay. Like just surviving it, you know? No, I think that's. Is that so- kind of how you felt or? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like that's one thing that I'm so grateful is being more normalized, but I feel like it's definitely still not normalized enough that yes, there can be, right? Like hindsight, hindsight is great. In hindsight, you can always find beautiful things to learn and like lessons that you've taken from things. Like, but I think normalizing the fact that sometimes grief is just all you feel. Like there have been times where I feel like that was all I could feel was just grief and pain. And I feel like when you're in it, it's so easy to get down on yourself and be like, well, why am I, why am I only feeling bad things? But it's like, sometimes that's just the way that is. And like, that's okay. And like, I feel like with healing, you have a certain, maybe not like a limit on the amount of pain, but there is like an amount of pain that you have to feel for certain experiences. And so for me, whenever I have these big waves, I'm like, okay, this is like one less big wave I have to feel later. So like, let's not feel it. Let's do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let's like not half-ass this mental breakdown. Let's just like (laughs) get it all out. (laughs) Like hopefully it'll be one less I need to have in the future. Okay. I love that. I'm going to remember that for my next mental breakdown because it's inevitable. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. They always come and like, it's okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I've like had to think of it is I'm like, I'm not going to like half-ass emotions anymore. I'm going to just like let them have their time on the stage and when they're done, then great. But I'm going to like give them their moment to do their thing. I love that. It's such a gift to ourselves. Like it's like giving ourselves a little hug doing that, you know, just letting ourselves feel that. It's hard though, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think I fight it. I'm like, no, I don't want to feel this. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I feel like especially when you're in, you know, as we always are, there's always like life going on outside your grief. And so I think it's easy to be like, I can't feel this right now because I need to deal with this or I need to deal with that or I need to be at work. Um, But it's, yeah, it's such a gift to ourselves to just be like, you know what, I'm going to give myself this time to just feel whatever comes up. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Can I just tell one tiny like part of my grief? And it's oh, yes. Tell us anything. Better, but like, I think one thing that was so interesting for me to look back on is I think after you go through like an intense trauma or a loss or a life change that brings grief, like divorce or death, like that we've mean you've dealt with, but like, oh my gosh, it's so weird because after Tony died, He died right before Christmas and I still had a Christmas present I had to get. And Mm. I, for some reason, like was like, I have to go to the mall and get this Christmas present. And my husband 
kept looking at me like, Sam, like, what are you? No, like, just, you don't need to do that. And I just, it's like you're in shock, but you still are like, oh, I need to do this. And I just remember going to the mall and hating everyone. <laughs> I really do. I really am telling these stories to hopefully comfort someone that's maybe feeling like in the thick of it. But like, you're walking around and you're thinking like, why are you smiling? Don't you know what just happened? Like my mm-hmm. entire world is shit right now. Like it, it broke. And I remember looking around and like hating everyone. I like truly just hating everyone that was smiling. Like everyone was, seemed happy. And obviously like all of us have our stuff. So, but in that moment and I don't know, grief is just such a crazy ride. And I just like to talk about that because man, I wish I, I wish someone, I wish I could have heard someone say that. Like, it's okay to like hate the world. It's okay to like yeah. anger. And, but I'm doing that for myself now. And like, that's just, like I said before, like these little things that we're doing in our healing is like just gifts to like our old self, you know? Ooh, Ooh I love that so much. Cause I think that's, I think that's also, that's been like my greatest takeaway from my greatest grievances is that one, I love you saying all of that because I think you're right. People need to hear that like sometimes it's okay if everything's awful. Like sometimes that's just how it is. And I think one of in turn, like the other greatest lessons I've learned is to just give grace to other people because I don't know what's going wrong in their life. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of like you said, like how easy is it right to like, maybe you're at the mall getting this Christmas present. And like, I'm not saying you've been like, like that you were like this, but like some people, right. Can get like snippy because their life is just in shambles. And sometimes the person on the receiving end of that might be like, why is this person being so mean? <laughs> but true. in turn, it's just like I that the lesson of grace, I guess is what I'm trying to say. The lesson of grace has been easily my favorite lesson that I have learned from the last couple years of my life is that like so many people did not know what I was going through and what was actually happening to me um and and that was really hard for like I lost I lost so many people in my divorce because they didn't know what had actually been happening um and I think that has been one of the my favorite changes that I've seen in myself is that the way I look at other humans is so different now because I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on in their life or like what would cause them to say that thing or do that thing. Like I have no clue what could be happening. Just like you said, like no one would have any idea seeing you in the mall, like what was happening in your life. Oh my gosh. I, that's so true. And you know, another thing too is like, I, was able to talk about all the details of Tony, which made it so I could get support, you know, Mm -hmm. where a lot of people are carrying these things that they can't necessarily talk about or explain, or they're, they're more private person. And so they don't have this like gift of a, a ton of support. And so I love that, like, even if you don't, you don't have to know what's going on to like give people grace is kind of like what I took from what you just said, you know? Oh, that was a way more graceful way of putting no, 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 no. <laughs> my little rant. <laughs> no. Are you kidding? I loved it. I loved it so much, but like, that's just kind of like what I heard. And I, I love that so much. Um, 
so I love, ugh, I just love all of this. This is like such a beautiful I know, I wish, I really wish that we were like snuggled, like on my I know, oh. I know. just like <laughs> cuddling through this conversation. <laughs> Um, I love it. So I'd love to know, this is like one of my favorite things to ask people that have gone through extreme trauma or like periods of grief is like, do you feel like there was something, whether that was, I mean, actually I'm not going to give examples because I want to know like what yours is, but like, was there something you did for yourself or something that happened that you feel like really pulled you out of this? Like, is there a tool that you feel like really helped you to round like the corner of grief? Mm -hmm. Time. And just like you said before, like feeling the waves. Like Mm -hmm. I, I tried so hard to like push it down and I'm, I'm out of the LDS church now, but when I was in it, I felt like, I needed to just pray or be positive about it. Or this isn't like a bash on the church. It just wasn't like a safe place for me. Mm -hmm. Like during that grief, I just felt like I was grieving wrong. And like it wasn't faithful enough or like pretty enough. It was so ugly. But like that to me is beautiful now. But like I think therapy, once I like learned in therapy, like I just needed to freaking feel it and like feel it all and, and not beat myself up for it because I beat myself up. Cause I'm like, why am I, why can I still not get out of bed? You know, like why, like, why am I still crying every day? Like I can't function still. Why, what is wrong with me? And so I think like feeling it and then just, geez, just being nice to myself. Mm. Oh my gosh. Like I was so awful and I don't, and I'm not trying to like be mean to me for being mean to me, (laughs) but but, yeah. So I just think like kindness, like being kind to myself and feeling it. And you know what? That's, that's like, I have to work on that every day still just within other areas. But like that really helped me come to like a place where I can be high functioning you know, Mm. I love that. And I think, I think time is so, I think time is one of the most powerful grief. Uh Sorry. Yeah. It's no, you're totally fine. Um, I think time is like one of the most powerful grief healers, but it is like the most frustrating. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, okay. People listening, if someone is grieving, don't be like, time will heal like (laughs) let's just make that don't say shit (laughs) say sorry and hug us hug your people but you know so that yeah but like it's true not that time will heal but like it's like the crappy thing that that's sometimes what it takes is like a lot of time yeah and I think one of the things to yeah not to not to tell other people for sure, but to tell yourself when you're grieving um, is just that like time does pass because it does. It feels so endless sometimes. I think when you're grieving, like time just moves so weirdly, but it like it will pass and it will keep moving. That's it's so true. And it, it, isn't it hard when I think one thing too is like, learning how to feel my feelings in a healthier way is 
if I'm feeling awful, it doesn't mean I'm awful. It doesn't mean I'm awful if I'm feeling awful, you know? And oh, that's I love another that. way to like give ourselves kindness. But like, I felt like that, like I really did feel because I was angry. And I think like, that's like a cultural thing too. Like anger's bad, especially mm. for women. Anger's bad, like in the church. That I mean, that's the message I was given. I know that's not everyone's experience, but. And then all these years of therapy, my therapist was like, he kept saying like, anger's good, Sammy. Like anger's good, anger's good, anger's good over and over again. Like it's part of it, it's part of it, it's part of it. And it doesn't mean I'm awful because I feel anger, you know? Yeah. Oh, I literally was having this exact conversation with my therapist the other day. (laughs) Therapy is the best. Oh, the best. I'm so grateful that like we have that privilege and like, that resource, man, is it the best. Yeah. And no, I think that's such a good conversation with your therapist. Yeah. I think that's such a, that was kind of what we were talking about too, because anger, anger is an emotion that I'm so uncomfortable with. Like I, I hate being angry. I have a lot of like trauma around other people having anger. So it just, it freaks me out. Um, a gentle person too. So I get that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we just were talking about how my therapist was saying, she was like, there are no good and bad emotions. Emotions are just little like pings and notifiers that there is a situation going on that needs to be addressed in some way. And so anger just means that there is some form of injustice going on and like it should make you angry and that doesn't mean it's a bad emotion because that's like the emotion you should be feeling in reference to injustices oh my goodness i love that and it's so true yeah i love to hear like i like to like get in on other therapists like advice because i just can't get enough of it and it's fun to like hear how other therapists frame things because it like it makes something else happen in your brain that's like, oh, yes, you know? Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. Just free therapy for everyone. I would go to therapy okay, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's such, it's such a great thing. Okay, so I uh, – oh, my gosh. I could just literally talk to you forever. But I know you've talked about how, how this grief and, like, how these experiences really shaped the way that you photograph others and the way that you kind of connect with others in your business. But I would love to know, is there like a prominent lesson or a prominent thing that you feel like your business has taught you personally or taught you about yourself? So one thing that stands out is just what I thought were weaknesses most of my life. They're like my this sounds cheesy, but like, they really are like my superpowers. And I truly believed that I was not good enough, that something was wrong with me, that I didn't have anything to offer, but I knew I did. But like, and then finding, finding this work, it's, it just really like has told me like, this is your strength. This is your superpower. And I'm, oh, I just love that. It's been so, yeah, it's been great to oh. really get that and actually like really believe it and see it and be proud of it. Ooh, I love that. I think that's one of the coolest things about 
putting yourself into your business is then like when your business is inevitably like su- successful because you're putting this energy into it. It's almost like a physical confirmation of these strengths of yours. Oh my gosh. It's so true. It's, it really is. Cause it's so fun to be, you know what? Because I'm a big dork. I trip a lot. I'm super <laughs> clumsy. I, I have bad grammar. Like I'm, I'm, but like, people love that. <laughs> like, cause I'm the awkward one at the photo shoot. I'm the one. And then I'm also like kind and I laugh really, I love laughing and, and all these things that would make it like, if I were to go to my husband's work and try to be an employee there, it would be a disaster with all the like, <laughs> strength that I have. But, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that it works for what I'm doing you know, and it's, it's just, oh my gosh, I feel so lucky that I can really be, and like, I have like dyslexia, I have like learning disabilities, I'm all over the place, like, and it, it works, like, it's a good thing at my job, and that, like, isn't that wild, like, really, it's just, but I, I love it, it's so much fun, and it's so, it's so nice, it really is. I love that. And I feel like those strengths of yours are so like from an outside perspective, I will just continually vouch forever that those strengths of yours are so apparent in your work. That is like seriously one of my favorite things about your photography is it's it's not only like such a beautiful representation of your clients, but it's like you can see you in it as well. And it's such a like beautiful collaboration between you and your clients. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. I love that. I want to put that in my bio. <laughs> Can you write it for me? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm just going to write your bio and <laughs> send it over. And I it's, to, I want to tell them about how hard it was for me to like send an intro. Over. <laughs> Guys, like it was so hard. Like it was so hard for me because Eden, Eden said, okay, just send a little intro over. And all I wanted to write was like, I love animals, plants, people, and hugs. And you know what? We even said, just go for that. Let's do that. So I, I just, feel like I, that's such a good bio though for you. Like, I feel like that even represents your work. I feel like that's why I was like, um, this is so on brand. Like absolutely say that. But you know how it's just like, all right, do I want to sound like a 12 year old? But then I just, you know, thanks for like helping me embrace it, Eden. You're, you're sweet. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I feel like it's so, and like everything you said, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can see that in her work. So I thought it was oh, freaking perfect. So glad. I'm so glad. Okay. Well, Sammy, this was, oh my gosh, so beautiful. I'm like, can you just pencil me in for a chat? Like every month we'll just, we'll just hop on and chat all the things. We could do, we could even do therapy together. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'll just tell my therapist that like a friend is hopping on and it'll be so lovely. Just hop in. Um, yeah, it's been so fun. And I just, I admire you so much in so many different ways. And I feel like we've kind of gone through these big things a little bit together, even though we were not together. And man, is that just help feel less lonely to just, you know? And so thanks for being vulnerable because really like, even if you don't know the person, even though you you and I have only met once, it's just like one other person to help you like not feel so alone. So I'm so glad you're doing this podcast and and all the little topics that you're, you're doing. And it's just going to be really helpful for a lot of people. I'm excited. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing 
your like this has been so beautiful and i was seriously all week looking i literally anyone that would listen i was like i'm interviewing sammy joe this week and i can't wait (laughs) you're just uh i just love you i think you're such an incredible person and so i was so excited to learn more about your experiences and your story so thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing them with us thank you thank you so much so to close out, we ask everyone, and it doesn't have to be related to anything we talked about today. It can be something random. It can be whatever. But what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, okay. I apologize. I feel like I'm so long-winded. Okay. Oh, I love it. Give us the longest answer ever. Okay. I would love that. You said this in your first episode. You said choosing your, when you choose yourself, magic happens. And that's like, I feel like, here and there throughout my life by the right people has been said to me in one way or another. And then it finally clicked like after a, t- a like ton of work and a ton of therapy and a ton of just experience. But like that was when you said that, I'm like, that's such a good way to like sum up all the beautiful people and bits of advice that I've learned. Like, cause it's true. And it's not like we've talked about, it's not always pretty mad. It's but like, it's a lot of ugly, hard work, but then like live these little bits of magic that you get when you choose yourself. Because like, as you know, when you choose yourself, you disappoint a lot of people mm-hmm. and that it's not fun. It's not like I'm going to sit here and be like, Oh, I don't care now what people think. It just me like, I care still, but I'm like going to do it anyway. I'm like, even I hate that I disappoint people, but like, it's, it's so much better to choose myself. And so I just love, I love that. I love what you said. So like choosing yourself, then magic will happen is just, I love that. So it's like a good summary. (laughs) Thank you. Well, and too, I feel like based on what you said, like the thing that popped into my mind too, is like, it's, it's better to disappoint others than it is to disappoint yourself at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's so true. And it's so hard to live that, but yep, it's easier said than done. Yeah. But with all like the more we practice, it gets easier and it's so worth it. Oh, I love that. Oh, Sammy, I love you. Thank you so much for being on here. Can you tell, can you tell all of us where to find you on the interwebs? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm Sammy Joe loves you. S-A-M-I-J-O. And you know what? I should blog more, but I don't. But it's sammyjoephoto.com. But yeah, on Instagram, if you guys, anyone wants to DM me or that's where you'll find all my stuff. Yay. Okay. And I'll I'll link everything below as well. But Sammy, thank you so much. This has been. Thank you so much. I just, I love you. I love you. I'm like, even from a selfish perspective, even if the podcast gets canceled, I'm just going to listen to this anyway. (laughs) I love it so much. I'm so obsessed. Um, So thank you so much. Thank you to you guys listening. Um, If you have loved this episode, feel free to please go follow Sammy. She is incredible and feel free to leave a little note rate. Give us a five-star rating, all that yummy good stuff. So thank you guys so much for being here and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 